What's poppin' everyone? KP here, and I'm here with some very special guests. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Megan Merciers. I play clarinet with Trio Leo and Unaduo, and I'm the executive director of the School of the Arts and teach clarinet in the Department of Music at UNA. I am Whitney O'Neill. Um, I am the flutist in our Trio Leo and Unaduo. Um, I am also the department chair at the Department of Music, and I teach flute. And we have a pianist, which is part of Trio Leo, Karen Cantrell over here. Um, we don't all quite fit on screen. So um, at any rate, uh, she's our fabulous pianist and uh, extraordinary. And she also is collaborative pianist for, well, the staff collaborative pianist for the Department of Music. And she collaborates with uh, the collegiate singers um, as well. Yeah, that's really leave anything out. No. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys want to tell us a little bit about Trio Leo and Una Duo? Yeah, actually, we, it's Una Duo. Like, uh, Una. I, yeah, a lot of people say Una Duo. Mm -hmm. um, I actually, when I first um, was applying to UNA, was saying Una all the time and didn't realize until <laughs> I got here that it's Una for mm -hmm. UNA um, after our lioness that we had as a mascot for a while. Um, at any rate, uh, Trio Leo started in probably 2015 wouldn't you say yeah. I probably if you go back and reference our previous podcast I'm probably way off base but <laughs> we uh we started operating kind of as a trio in residence but we didn't have a name until I would say around 2017 when we did a collaboration with the Department of History and um and UNA Voice uh to do um Portraits of Langston by uh Valerie Coleman um and then Uniduo uh, came a little bit after that, um, where we it was just basically Dr. O'Neill and I playing um, just as the flute and clarinet portion of Trio Leo, just the duo portion. Yeah. So how did you guys all meet? Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but <laughs> I met I met Karen first, um, and it was when I did my job interview here. And I remember a really special thing, like I had done job interviews other places. It's a pretty typical thing to have to play Brahms uh, for a job interview for a collegiate level. And the thing I remember the most is when I got here, I was like, holy cow, like somebody can really play this because I've been in job interviews before where the pianists had, didn't necessarily know how to play it. And then we hit it off uh, pretty much right away. And then I ended up getting the job. And then when did you meet Karen? We well, I met Karen, um, I was, I started at UNA as an adjunct and so doing some recitals and things and she was playing collaboratively with my students as well. So that kind of kicked that off. In and 2012? Mm-hmm. In 2012. Sorry, okay, year yeah. before. And uh, then we met. Megan and I met. I remember I the first time, yeah, no, when you were job interviewing. Oh, okay. I don't remember she, that. Yeah, no, because you came by, Dr. McCullough brought you by my office remember and he, he introduced you and said this is one of our candidates and this is silly but I remember thinking oh she's short like me vertically challenged short so, and sassy yeah. <laughs> then we started performing together after that yeah. So. yeah so what how did trio leo come to be like when were you guys like okay let's let's do this I I think it really came to be when we did that uh, Portraits of Langston collaboration because mm -hmm. we had certainly played played together before 
then. Yeah. Um, but that's when we really, in fact, we didn't come up with a name. We stole it from another colleague of ours. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my friend, Jason Solomon, or our friend, Jason Solomon, uh, he was a visiting professor here and he came up with the name and then he ended up getting a job down at Troy. And so it never got used. And I said, Hey, Jason, can we, can we take that name? And he said, sure, of course you can. So that's how Tria Leo was born so <laughs> in <fun>. theft. <laughs> So, uh, do you guys want to tell us a little bit about your upcoming event with the weekend of women? Sure. Uh, that's actually, it's going to happen the week before the weekend. Okay. Of women. We're, uh, we're on March 6th. Mm-hmm. That's our Sunday recital. And we wanted to do it, um, during, uh, this was before the weekend of women actually, um, came to, came to be on the 12th, but on the 6th, we decided to do it because it was Women's History Month. Um, and so we went with March. It was a good date. Uh, we're actually performing the day before that up in Lebanon for the Mid-South Flute Festival, a slightly different program. But uh, the on the 6th, we're going to do quite a few things. And we have some friends joining us as well mm-hmm. for that. But it's all women composers on the mm-hmm. 6th. Um, historically, we've tried to promote the music of underrepresented composers or underrepresented cultures. So that's not limited to women, certainly. Um, but this time, because it is Women's History Month, we're going to do, um, what are we doing here? Some Gwyneth Walker, uh, which we really love, I think is this trio. We, we love her music. It's wonderful. And then uh, five variations on a Korean hymn tune, which is um, by a, a Korean composer, a female composer. And then um, what are you, you and Karen going to do on this? We are going to be playing a piece called Three Spirituals. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it was arranged by a woman named Simpson Carrington. It's her last name. So it's, it's a really cool, it's got some extended techniques and other things with some three traditional spirituals Fancy. that are set not so traditionally. So. Yeah. And then uh, we're also going to do, uh, Whitney and I commissioned a piece by Lori Artavino, who's a an Alabama-based composer. She's not from Alabama. Um, she's a great friend of mine, and she uh, teaches down at the University of Montevallo. Um, that's, you know, the other purple and gold school down the road. Yeah. And uh, we basically asked her um, to write a duo um, and to base it on the year of the UNA woman and the fact that UNA, or that UNA was the first to um, you know, have women uh, on campus as, you know, um, as students in the state. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the piece is called Opening Doors for Flute and Clarinet, and it's got three movements. Um, The first one's Jumping Off, the second one's called Don't Rock the Boat, and then I love the title of the third movement. It's called Stick-to-itiveness, which I certainly think that uh, that kind of classifies how we are. We're we're determined folk here. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just a a preview of it. Yeah. That's really, really fun. So how can people, how can people come see this? How can people be a part of this? Um, Well, it's at the music building recital hall at 2 PM on Mm -hmm. March 6th, Sunday, March 6th. And uh, it's free and open to the public. Anyone who wishes to attend, we'd love to have them there. Yeah. So, um, you know, now that we know about what's upcoming let's let's talk a little bit about the past um so when did you guys realize that you wanted to be a musician 
I think we touched on this a little bit on your podcast, Dr. Merciers, but you can okay. retell the story if you want to. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was really young, I think, um, when I, I think I was four when I realized I wanted to be a, a musician when I grew up. Um, and then my parents kind of had that, like I said in the previous podcast, my parents had this goal for me to be a musician too, which was strange. I think I, I thought of it as, you know, a kid younger, but then once they realized I had taken to it, then they were like, oh yeah, she'll be our little rock star or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they had a guitar in my hands from an early age. Um, so I, I knew pretty young. Yeah. I was the same way. Um, my parents said that it was like, living in a musical, living with me and my sister. Um, my dad has a lot of musical talent. And so he was always playing piano and singing with us and playing guitars. And so my sister and I, you know, would sing a lot, took piano lessons. Um, my mom always laughs because she's like, well, I don't have that talent, but I, I'm a good audience member. <laughs> so she would sit and watch us. Um, but yeah, according to my parents, I wanted to start playing the flute when I was three because there was um, somebody that worked with my dad and his daughter played. And apparently she let me look at it and hold it. And from then on, I was like, yep, that's, that's what I'm doing. So, so yeah. You what does your it. sister, does your sister, what does your sister do? Um, so now professionally, she is a teacher. Okay. She has taught first grade and fourth grade. Um, but she sings, she played clarinet all through high school. Um, she, she did a lot more on the vocal side than I did, but um, she's still you know, loves to sing and we both danced and all that kind of thing. So yeah. it really does. Yeah. yeah, that's so fun. When did you, how? My parents bought me a cord organ when I was four. Oh, wow. So then um, they made sure that my sister and I have piano okay. forever and ever. And now my sister leads the church choir and I play for the church choir. We've had music a long time. Yeah. She Aww. also, she was also a saxophonist back in the day too. And they're oh, cool. glad that I gave it up. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> so Whitney is too. It's not her favorite instrument, no, she not. says. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what makes music important to you? What, what do you, you know, what draws you to it? Actually, you know, we were kind of going through the script for the podcast earlier today, and all three of us kind of simultaneously said, and it might seem like a cheesy, easy out, but it's the truth to us, um, that we were saying it was, it, because music is, it's, it's a universal language, and so it, it, it speaks to just about everybody, I would mm -hmm. say. That's what's special about it to me. Yeah. It? No, it just, it does something to your soul. I mean, you just, when you really get into playing it or singing or whatever, you really get into a particular piece or a song or mm -hmm. something, it, it just, yeah, it speaks to you deep. It does. And none of us are particularly shy. Um, <laughs> so we don't mind the, the you know, getting out, getting out stage. on stage <laughs> aspect of it. Although I think it took a little bit like longer mm -hmm. to get more comfortable in that way. Um, it's like you go through these weird phases when you're young, you're kind of fearless about it, or at least I was. Mm -hmm. I was like, look at me, you know? <laughs> and then you go through uh, maybe middle school age and early high school and it, it wasn't as easy. And then, you know, then you realize that it's a way to communicate with others and it, yeah, mm -hmm. it definitely uh, speaks to your soul. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you realize you have to have it and it's a part of like who you are, you know, as a, as a human. Yeah. I never grew out of my, hey, look at me face. So maybe, 
many people would say that about me too, but I think I was probably a little bit more hesitant to go on as a soloist when I was yeah. young. I, in fact, I think one of the things I like the most about being in Trio Leo is that we get to do this together. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. get to, we get to do this together on stage. Um, I mean, I like performing, but my favorite thing to do is to, to play with others even being at just Karen and I, or just Whitney mm-hmm. and I, or the trio and other faculty. So that was the other, the other person that's going to uh, join us on this recital is uh, Dr. Gretchen Went. She is the uh, area coordinator for voice here at UNA. And we're going to uh, do two songs, maybe two songs by uh, Hillary Tom. Um, she and I are going to do, and that'll be a lot of fun. She's joined us a few times actually. Mm-hmm. Um, as as a trio and as just flute clarinet and voice and and then the three of them have played together as well they we did the dark what was the dark water festival that you did yeah we did dark water festival which was music by women composers and so we did um um jennifer higdon music that's for flute voice and piano that was concurrent with our i2e2 so i didn't join Mm -hmm. in on on that one Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that sounds really awesome. So what can we as I guess like outsiders do to support musicians? This was the other one that we all just kind of unanimously said, yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> we, just to, just to, um, us to promote that it's happening and joining us so we can share what we do with That's others. Nice. Attendance, yeah. 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 Music building recital hall, 2 p.m. on Sunday, <laughs> the 6th of March. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely try to make it if you can, guys. I, 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 I mean, I'm probably going to be there. Maybe I don't know what's going on in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't either. Up. It's it's a new discovery yeah. every day. It's really adventure. a new adventure. Always, a new yeah. Adventure. It's okay. That is very true. So, what advice do you guys have for aspiring musicians? <laughs> Oh, you're going to point at me. Uh, the, I read that one out loud and I was like, practice. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the, that, I guess it's a teacher in me. Don't give up. Okay. That's keep, a good one. <laughs> keep going. Have some, have some confidence. And I think the other one is, um, remember why you chose to do it. I think sometimes if, if you just do music, music as a hobby, I think a lot of times it's, um, it's not easier, but it's not as hard to get is frustrated or upset about it but people who do it for a career um sometimes they get really discouraged or they get all bogged down you know especially students who are doing it for a grade it takes all the fun out of it and so I always remind my students you know remember why you're doing this at some point you thought this was fun you know and you have some passion or you wouldn't be putting this much time and energy into it so you know that would be my advice remember why you chose to do it find your passion again if you've lost it and you know that's great so uh, that's the end of my regular questions. You guys have anything else you would like to discuss? Anything upcoming? Uh, we were talking about this um, earlier. We just we just finished a rehearsal. Um, so this came just, just after. Yeah. We were talking about uh, actually at the weekend of women event that is on March 12th, uh, we're going to do a little bit of uh, a work that we've done before called Equality Now, um, which is about the um, the 
women's right to vote. Mm -hmm. That's by Gwyneth Walker as well. We decided not to put it on this recital because we, we've done it a, a few times in a few places, but we couldn't think of a more appropriate, or Dr. O'Neill came up and, mm -hmm. and, and Karen came up with that one um, about when we would play that this season, just because it didn't make sense to not do it. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, upcoming, uh, probably it, we think it's going to happen in May. Um, there's a magic city clarinet festival upcoming. Um, like I said, mid South is actually following mm -hmm. the day before our yeah. recital this year on the fifth. We've always got something going mm -hmm. on though. <laughs> we, we, we always have something in the works. And then even if we don't, then we manage to, you know, find time to go have meals and stuff. Yeah. We spend a lot of time together <laughs> <do>. outside of rehearsal. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, how can we keep up with you guys? Like, do you guys have like any sort of like social media for Trio Leo? Um, I, I have a website, meganmercier.com that I is woefully incomplete. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not, uh, there's just so many things that we have going on that I'm, I'm not really great about keeping stuff yeah. up on social media. We do a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. Um, but we do have, uh, we do have some video up on that. Uh, that's Trio Leo. I think even equality now is on there um there's a recording of that uh, i think people can keep an eye on the department of music calendar that's another great yeah. place because i mean we we usually do at least one performance here a year just us but then we'll play on other people's performances so yeah you'll see all three of us play on uh, dr gray's recital upcoming on mm -hmm. in, april. in april yeah mm -hmm. Um, we do lots of things outside of Trio Leo, but we meet every week to rehearse for this this trio in residence in particular. So yeah, yeah, we've got a lot of individual projects going on. Yeah, you guys are you guys seem like you keep very busy. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah, that's fair. I think Karen might be the most. Busy. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> she plays the most music. She definitely sure. does play the most music. Um, yeah. So are you guys ready for my final segment? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a sneaky little laugh there, KP. Oh. Oh. So in case you guys don't know, or just for a refresher, this is uh, our final segment where you're just kind of asked three fun questions to kind of like take the weight off and to let the audience know more things about you besides just, you know, the upcoming event or um whatever gotcha. it is you're on the podcast to promote not i know what you guys are on here to promote i'm just saying like for the guests in general <laughs> right like, right whatever you guys are promoting i'm like <laughs> <laughs> um so my first question is what is your favorite genre of music oh we were afraid you might oh, that's so hard. Like this. <laughs> i think it would be easier to ask like i don't do you know so we are a little bit eclectic I think um and I, re I remember freezing in the headlights you know when you asked me what my favorite film was before and then I was like <laughs> oh my gosh there are so many and and actually my husband Sam would say for sure that I always give the cop-out answer it's more it's easier to say what what I don't like than what I do like I think as a oh, as a musician yeah. you know what do I what do I vibe with the most? Because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I love all music. That's his pet peeve. <laughs> I love all music, but we don't love all music, but um, I, it's easier to say what I'm least a fan of than I'm not answering the question. I'm, evad <laughs> I'm evading again. Stall, stall, stall. How about we can say more than one? Yeah, I would definitely say as musicians. For me, like if I'm thinking um, of like 
art music, uh, Western art music genre. I'm a huge Mahler and Brahms fan, uh, but I am way, way, way into folk music um, and, and especially like rock and roll, um, Southern rock. Uh, I don't listen to Mahler and Brahms in the car and I don't listen to it at home. Like I think this morning's playlist was the Secret Sisters. Um, I'm kind of stuck on, uh, you know, he's fine. I think that's a great tune. Um, and then, you know, that's interspersed with my love of John, Johnny Cash and Tom Petty. And yeah. It's like, it's just very eclectic. I love Eminem. I, you know, you gotta have great respect for really good is, artists. And Buster Rhymes, I love Buster Rhymes. Like 90s rap hip hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah it, it really yeah it's crazy but like you would ask what I don't like and I'd be like people would shriek and say oh my gosh you can't be I'm pulling your musician card I don't really <laughs> like Mozart I'm not a Mozart fan Ooh. I mean Ooh. good you stuff oh oh Karen's like oh <laughs> oh you did not just go there right <laughs> I do not like Wagner can't stand Wagner mm. um I have very you know very very big issues with Wagner yeah. So. And you've got to go to country music. Yeah. I mean, Old Dominion. I don't know if you ever listened to Old Dominion, but they just know about life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just say it and that's they don't cool. care what anybody thinks yeah. about what they, I just, yeah. so that's what's on my car. And I go home. <laughs> yeah. After playing classical. You played some day. of that for us yes. the other day. Yeah. Country music. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. And I used to say that I didn't like country music, but that's just a flat out lie. Like I I absolutely love country music. I think for me, I wasn't a huge fan of the nineties pop country. Yeah. Yeah. But I still am like, oh, that's okay. Like I really like it. I mean, our class song, of course, was Garth Brooks, The Dance. And I love that that song. That's That's a a great song. That's that's classic. And yeah, Yeah. but uh, if I had to pick Western art music, it would probably be French romantic because i love that flute music. player, player debussy yeah um, talk about doing something to your soul um <laughs> but i also love broadway and i love certain pop music like i, I like some taylor swift she's pretty cool. oh who doesn't uh, taylor swift right yes okay <laughs> and i love some john paul white oh yeah it's always it's always on sure. and i have two children so there's always disney music on in my car <laughs> we're very into encanto at this point oh, yeah. and i have sung. we don't talk about bruno um <laughs> i don't even know how many times at this point so that is some great lin-manuel miranda is a genius hamilton oh, yeah. my daughter could sing hamilton <laughs> the, the, the songs they're not inappropriate she could sing my shot by the time she was like two i mean she Aww. sang it for us the she, other day yes she did she, that's yeah, so fun she conducted so. us in rehearsal the other day the, <laughs> the weather because of weather the yeah. kids got out of school and we were rehearsing at the end of the day and so oh. she she got she, up we made her yeah. a little podium and everything oh. and he just conducted her heart out <laughs> that's <laughs> so fun i love that yeah um, so you kind of answered me already, but I was actually going to ask next what your least favorite musical genres are. That's so easy. Genre? Not oh. genre. Mm. I can't you think know what that means. Oh, go for it. I don't like Baroque music. That's another very unpopular answer. We have a, this, this is where it. we have a little bit of a disconnect because I mean, <laughs> I took an entire class on J.S. Bach and yeah. I, I he's do, a genius. And I, I love, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> 
Karen's probably still like the like, other. The idea of taking a class on Mozart. He's so much well, Fuck, it's so mathematical. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I like I do too. That's anyway, that's not what she asked. What are least? Well, I don't. Is there a least favorite genre? That was the I thing I totally know. evaded your answer with the favorite genre and went straight to different artists. And Sometimes composers. I think it's depending on what you're educated in. Because I used to, if you had asked me before I went to grad school, I would have said opera. And now that is not the answer I would give because I had a whole class on opera and I learned to appreciate it and it is fantastic. But sometimes I think it's what you are least exposed to. I think that's a great answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that answer. <laughs> I'm going to go with that answer. Because I, on some level, you can kind of, I mean, while I don't love listening to Mozart for fun, except mm-hmm. for a, a few select mm-hmm. favorites, um, I mean, you can't not like his clarinet concerto. Yes, right. I use double negatives there. But, <laughs> um, but I, for me, it's more about what I just don't resonate with because I don't, I, as a musician, you learn to basically appreciate anything if you know how it it's constructed. Mm-hmm. I think too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tr- yeah. This is yeah. I don't know the. Genre. I think that's the broke thing because that's the yeah. thing I'm least comfortable playing. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't mean to almost break up Trio Leo with the question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had the discussion. Oh, we're, we don't hold back in this trio. No. Uh, I think we spend the first five or ten minutes of every rehearsal just kind of airing out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we believe in communication. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We don't hold on to we don't hold on to stuff. So <laughs> if there's anything that you know we just need to let go of before rehearsal so we can focus. That's what mm-hmm. we do. That's the that. way I look at it. I, I think that's a great great thing to do I feel like more people should be like that I think we are good because we can disagree with each other in a healthy way mm-hmm. I mean we love each other we respect each other and so you know we'll we'll you know I will laugh at you if you make a mistake I think <laughs> I'll just I'll laugh because I see her well it's not because she made the mistake it's because she rarely does and yeah. then she gets mad at herself yeah. you know and I'll, I'll laugh at myself. Yeah. You'll laugh at me. You know. Or you said it just a minute ago when I made a mistake. And then I, as soon as we stopped, I tried to fix it. And you were like, I knew that was going to make you mad. Like you knew when I, yeah. when I made a mistake, you're like, I knew you were going to go back and try to fix it. It's a little unhealthy. And like in the, in the way that we can kind of read each other's minds or it's not unhealthy. Yeah. It's a little unnatural. Yeah. And the thing that's so amazing about Karen and always has been is that she can, you can totally you can cover us whenever we fall like she does it with literally without missing a beat um Mm -hmm. actually without missing a beat so Mm -hmm. much so that I'm like she hides the greatest stuff Mm -hmm. you know if we mess up the audience never knows because she's that good we should call her the fixer she's the fixer (laughs) that kind of goes hand in hand with like the 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 books you were talking about the tv shows you were talking about she's a detective So are you guys ready for my final question? Sure. Dr. Marciers already knows, I'm sure. Um, so my final question, this may be the most important question you will ever be asked in your entire life. Uh, what is your go-to dance move? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was so lame. It, what did you say? I, I, what did we end up calling it? It was like the, I don't even I know. I think what I just called it the Dr. Merciers. I, I think she did. <laughs> because Dr. Merciers clearly cannot dance, you know? And so we just, we named it that. And just, we just yeah. put that away in a drawer. And so what is your go-to dance move? 
I mean, it depends on what kind of music are we dancing Yeah, this to. one's a dancer. <laughs> she was a, okay, fun fact. This one was head majorette in high school nice. and at her university. Oh, so she is a total Patton Carlin dancer. Yes. You know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if we're out, you know, dancing somewhere, it would be, you know, the step together, step together, that kind of, you know, maybe some yeah. snaps with it. Yeah. I used to become a fan of like the, the whole show. Oh, the show. <laughs> Yeah, but if I'm in class trying to, you know, oh, get yeah. people to pay attention to me, then I do the ten, 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 you know, like, yeah. hello, is anybody awake? Is this that. thing on? <laughs> yeah. Is this thing on? <laughs> That's my I favorite. Do that. <laughs> you have a, a dance, a singer. <laughs> so Karen and I are um, probably kindred spirits in that way. We're we're not we're not dancers. We're, uh, I'll dance the, enough for the two. She does dance enough for the two of us. That's wonderful. Three of us, yeah, rather. yeah, yeah. She's that's our appointed dancer. <laughs> well, um, I guess that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so, so much for agreeing to be on our podcast. Everyone, make sure to look out for their recital. Um, that is March 6th at the Music Recital Hall. Um, anything else you at guys want to say? 2 p.m. At, at 2 p.m. I almost forgot that. <laughs> at 2 p.m. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to say? Any closing remarks? No. We look forward to answering the, you know, the, the three, the three interesting, interesting things. things about Trio Leo. So stay yeah. tuned on social media for, uh, oh. for that. Yeah, for sure, guys. Um, it won't be what you think. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much again, and I will see everyone next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Soda Pop Podcast. Make sure to send any feedback to arts at una.edu or to the DMs of any of our social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or even YouTube. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join us next time.